Welcome to our podcast, Ships on Fire. I'm Kilda. And I'm Jess. We know life is busy, it's flying by, and our schedules are full, which can make you feel disconnected. We believe your calendar of tasks doesn't deserve to get in the way of your relationship with God and others. We care about you, and we know it's not always easy, which is why our stories connect. We are grateful to spend this time with you as you pause from the busyness of life and move forward on the journey God has for you. Friend, let's take root and grow together as we set ships on fire. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode. We are excited to be with you today. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about leadership. There will be multiple episodes in this. So today we're going to just dive into just what leadership is, stuff like that to get us started. And then we will go more into depth on like leadership at the work, leadership on marriage and stuff like that. Kiola is, I think, an expert in leadership, but I've seen expert. you I've seen you grow over the last, now I can say, almost 18 years we've been together, which is crazy to me. So over the last 18 years, I've seen you develop into a strong, confident, good um, leader. And I just wanted to run just some questions by you and maybe hopefully help somebody else that has questions about leadership or wants to get better in their leadership. So Kiola, what is leadership to you? Ooh, that's a good question. We may have talked about this in other podcasts. I think our listening podcast, we talked about, you know, John Maxwell. And I know he says, you know, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Another mentor of mine taught or his definition, which I've adopted, is that a leader is someone who makes others successful. You know, in whatever area of life, you know, a leader is someone who makes others successful. I know a lot of times when you ask somebody about what leadership is, I mean, there's a very high percentage and I've, I don't have exact data, but I can tell you just from experience with interviews of other leaders and things like that, when you ask, in fact, well, I typically will ask someone in an interview, what's their definition of leadership? And I'll even preface it with, without using lead by example. Because a lot of times, you know, again, I think it's a high percentage where people would say leadership is lead by example. But if you really were to break that down, there's, you know, sometimes there's truth in that. Absolutely. You wouldn't ask, you know, the whole don't ask somebody to do something that you wouldn't do. But there's a big difference between being a doer and a leader. And that I believe the lead lead by example can take you down that road of a a doer or leader. But yeah, a leader, you know, again, a leader, someone who makes others successful. So it's a others focused. My one saying I like to say is a, a leader is here to make heroes, not be a hero. So got that from uh, Dale Linton, uh, another teammate of mine in the past that uh, I'll give a shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's yeah, that's helpful. That's good. So now what is your that like, how did you develop into the leader that you are today? And I know you still have a long way to go. But you from a child would you have considered yourself a leader i know you played a ton of sports and had a, you were around a big family and stuff like that so were you a were you like a natural born leader really there's people out there that would you know on both sides of the coin as it relates to leaders are born versus uh, made just speaking from a you know, from childhood, what I don't know that I was a born leader, 
so to speak, growing up. I think I was I was a little more, you know, at times passive. And was I a team captain? There's been a few times, but not not necessarily. You know, it was always le- really leading from without a title, but doing it more subconsciously. I think as as I as I was younger, it was more subconscious. It just so it was part of me to just lead. I didn't need a title, but as I got older, realizing that a title is not what I need. That's not um, you know you can still lead from within, and then if a title came with it, then you know, hey, great. With the whole leadership is influence. You know, people will follow regardless um, of, a, of a title or whatnot. And I think even, again, using the John Maxwell, he's got the five five levels of leadership. And, you know, level one is people follow you because of your title, right? So you're the boss, I'm going to follow you. And you never want to be in that too long. You want to really make your way into the that second tier where it's people... They give you permission to lead them. From there, it's they they follow you because of you know what you've done for for the organization. Then they follow you for what you've done for them personally. And then I, I believe the last one is you know level five is they follow you for who you are and what you believe there. So and I think level fives are are, are tough to come by because you know I know growing up you you're taught the whole you know never let them see a sweat never never be you know sometimes you're, you're don't be too transparent because um, you don't want to air out your junk you know I believe the opposite you know, you want to be transparent with people you want them to know who you are what you believe especially with with being a, a Jesus follower it'd be ashamed to to lead someone well and they have no clue that you're you're a Jesus follower yeah right so then there's there's that influence piece of it too so when we talk about ships on fire you know leadership is one of those Mm -hmm. discipleship is another one and through of course what is the other one relationship uh, mentorship okay so you just said Kiel that like you've been around where you know never let them see you sweat never you know not be transparent and now you say you don't believe you don't believe that. Do you think that that's shifted over the years? Do you think that's just like a culture thing? Like, what do you can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, you know, I'm naturally a you know, as you would know, I'm a very laid back person. You know, so naturally, the never let them see a sweat isn't something I intentionally am doing. It's that's just my my nature. It's how how it's created. But at the same time, yes, if I'm freaking out. You know, it's kind of like the, what is it, like the duck, right? The duck is calm on the top of the water, but then at the bottom, their yeah. legs are, are, are fluttering. But I also know, you know, from that aspect is my team or or those that I'm in influencing, those entrusted to me, especially if it's a diehard situation, you can't, I can't be the one who's crumbling, right? So there, there's that piece to it. But no, I think back, so back in, shoot, when I first got into like management, I think back, man, for whatever reason, I was always given management positions right out of high school into college i always had these management positions and of course management and leadership is much is very different uh, they're not the same do you how would you explain the difference between i would think management would be like uh, micromanaging where leadership would be like someone i want to follow yeah that- yeah uh you know could, could be you know of course the word management in micromanagement but there are yeah. leaders who do micromanage right yeah. i mean that's a whole nother podcast about micromanagement and my you know my beliefs in that but but i think you know manager there's processes for a manager to do their job you know there's systems and processes that, yeah. a, ma- that a manager would manage mm-hmm. um versus a leader i believe you know, again, a leader can lead regardless. Of course, you know, systems and processes are, are very important. Um, having a foundation and a mission and a vision and all those things, right? Where there's no vision, people perish. So it is important to have those things, I think. But I do think a great leader can can just lead from with, with what they have and then build something. 
out of it. Where again, a manager, I think just manages things or manages people. There, just there's, keeps the building. building yeah, there's standing. something that has to be done and they're going to make sure it gets done type of thing. But yeah, even so when I got into management, because of my, um, my laid back personality and my ability to to get along with people fairly easily. In my early management career, a lot of things, times I was passed up on on opportunities, mm-hmm. promotional opportunity promotion opportunities, things like that, because of because I was very relational. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, and again, I there's a big difference between relational to get people to to move and to to produce or or whatever the job yeah you. whatever the job was and then there's of course being friendly and too friendly you know going out with your employees and that kind of stuff where you're not really getting the production or, or whatever the result that your company or organization is looking for. Even, you know, coaching, if you're too friendly, uh, there's a big difference between being relational and then just being friendly and being the nice guy, right? So what I've seen over over time and, and what has really been for me that has been, that has helped me to excel is the relational piece of it. And I saw that, man, I'd say, shoot, I don't know, maybe probably around, I don't know, early 2000s, uh, mid 2000s, where I started seeing this shift in leaders being more relational yeah. and in, rather than being having having the the leader hat on and and the strongest person or the one that was that was most likely to um, to hold people accountable and again accountability is most people use accountability more of as a task like you know when I'm going to hold somebody accountable it's I'm going to make sure they do whatever it is well accountability is the ability to, in my opinion it's the ability to account for results right? It's another, that's another definition I've adopted over the years um, through a mentor, but it's the ability to account for results. You know, say you're in sales and, you know, you got to make phone calls, you make cold calls or whatever it is, you know, a lot of sales environments, you have to make calls. Well, if I make a hundred phone calls or they tell me a hundred phone calls, you know, you got to make a hundred phone calls. So I get held accountable to the hundred phone calls. So of course, every day I make my hundred phone calls. Hey, awesome. I'm a great, you know, I'm doing my job. Well, what What's the result of those hundred phone calls? It's whatever the the sale is or whatnot. So you know, again, you can be you can hold somebody accountable to a hundred phone calls, but what we're trying, what you want to hold them accountable to is the result, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with when it, even I think when again when it comes to faith, you know, I can I've said this before. I can ask somebody or somebody I might be discipling or somebody you know may ask me, hey you know, what can I do to, to grow spiritually? And I might say, hey, just start with a chapter a day. Mm-hmm. Well, my accountability wouldn't be, hey, I'm going to call that person up every day. Hey, did you read? Mm-hmm. It might, you know, if, if that's a piece that might help them, I'm, I may do that. But ultimately, what I'm going to hold them accountable to is what the result of reading is, reading God's word is. Like, how much more do you know God? Yeah. Right. How much uh, how is God speaking to you and revealing himself to you um, again, rather than this is another side topic. Maybe we'll have another uh, podcast on this one. But rather than, again, what you know, hey, what's it saying to me about me? Mm-hmm. Right now, are there points in the Bible that will talk, you know, where you, you find your identity and things like that? But initially, I'm like, you know, what is the Bible? It's it's a diverse collection of sacred writings that points to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hold them accountable to seeing Jesus. And then again, whether it's freedom or overcoming sin, anger, issues, whatever, not, you know, it's holding them accountable to that. But that was a long way, long, long way of talking there. But yes, I've, I've, I've definitely seen leadership over over the years. I've seen coaches over the years, you know, many coaches now where, you know, where a 
swift kick in the butt um, might have worked in the in the past. Now it is more, you know, it comes with a, a, a few more hugs and a few more, you know, at a boy, at a girl type things. But again, I grew up with. Heart, but you heart. still think the swift kick in the butt is needed sometimes, right? Right. You know. Well, that's the thing, right? So I think I think back sometimes, even you know, even with parenting, and again, we'll we'll have leadership in parenting um, in a future podcast. But even in parenting, like growing up through discipline, like discipline was a, a big thing growing up. And by the way, I was parented. Mm-hmm. By the way, family members were parented, or whatnot. And so a lot of that, a lot of us, you can sit and say, well, you know, the way we were raised, it made us who we are today. And, and I believe that. And, I, and I'm like, you know, sitting there going, you know, some of the some of the disciplines I received, yes, made me who I am today. Um, it, it helped me with resilience and, and all these types of things. Were there also wounds too? Absolutely. You know, heart issues and wounds too, for sure. But so I think about that. I'm like, well, it made me who I am today. What if what if I did get a couple more hugs? What's the difference there? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, how would that have changed who I am or changed the trajectory of of the, the person that I, I became. I don't know. I mean, again, you know, I'm not a, you don't want to go go back to the past, but but when you think about stuff like that, you know, it's like, man, what, I wonder what if another, a hug, or again, using coaching, seeing the result of positive, hey, go get him, that a boy, versus, uh, again, I mean, a literal swift kick in the butt, grabbed by the face mask, some, some pretty choice words, whatnot too. Yeah. And I think what you just said, how we don't have to go back to the past, but I think sometimes we have to go back to the past to get to a wound that is triggering stuff as as you're an adult so i think sometimes it is needed to go back to childhood wounds and yeah and heal that to stop getting triggered as an adult from certain things. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I think it's important. Yeah, because I mean, it is a big part of again. It will develop yourself as a leader. And again, everybody's different. You know, people that we lead is is different. When you know, again, we'll, we'll have the parenting leadership one down the road. But when you have multiple kids, you know, they're they're led differently. Um, when you have team members that you're overseeing, you know, each person's led differently. Yeah. You know, there's some things that that is one size fits all, but there is a component of a one size fits one based on you know each each individual person yeah. and identifying that I think is huge in in a being a great leader. When you talked about relationships and leadership, do you think that it is um, really important to get to know the people on the team that you're leading and know their personal stories so you can because you can't lead everybody the same, right? Yeah, like you have to lead p- yeah. people need different things, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Getting to know them is is very important part of it is to figure out who they are what they believe and so you can help motivate but even again just relationally getting to know people you know there is i mean if we really think about it as as selfish individuals as as children of adam we love talking about ourselves people love talking about themselves right we we learn to not boast and to not brag and all those things as as we become more like jesus but times i mean you want everybody to see hey look at me look at how great i am and and that kind of stuff so people love talking about themselves. But yes, getting to know others, I think is very important relationally. And then the other part of having a safe environment or a a comfortable environment where people feel comfortable sharing, you know, really like sharing some deep stuff when appropriate, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, but but being able to to create that environment and for people to know he truly cares, you know, that or she truly cares about me and wants to know about my family and and things like that. You know, we use, you know, you've seen out there, you got the Ford concept in customer service or customer hospitality, you can use the Ford concept, but you can use it the same thing with even as you lead to get to know others, right? People like to talk about family, their occupation, maybe their past, 
if it's somebody on your on your team, you know, t- they, they want to tell you about their past and, and where they used to work or whatever. They talk about recreation, what they like to do for fun, their dreams, you know, what's their goal. And again, if I'm a if if I'm a leader who's who's looking to to make other people successful, to to create heroes, then I need to know what people's dreams are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to steer someone wrong. Right. You can follow me and I'm going to I'm going to take you to a good place. But if you want to go left and I'm trying to take you right, I want to help you go left, Mm -hmm. you know. But and if but if left isn't isn't a good option, I also want to be able to help lead that and say, hey, you know, be careful over there. There's a you know, there's a landmine or whatnot. And and, then having the trust of somebody to say, you know, he's got my best interests in mind. I am going to go right. And then we go forward. So F.O.R.D. And then when you really get close to someone, then that's where you get the uh, the S Fords where people are willing to tell you or talk about their struggles with you. So, and that's, I think it's very important when leading others, you got to know where their struggles are. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't want to be the one to trigger those things. And I've been, I've, I've been there, you know, yeah. I've been the, the bad guy, so to speak, all because I didn't get to know. Yeah. That. And you want to know their strengths and weaknesses so you can have their strengths shine and yeah. maybe yeah. Give their weaknesses yeah. to somebody else that is better in that area. That's it. A couple more questions. Do you believe that it's possible to grow in leadership by just reading books and listening to stuff online? Or do you really believe that you have to have somebody in person that you're working with or like a combination of both? Yeah, no, I mean, you have to have repetitions, right? Uh, there, there's got to be an opportunity to practice, mm-hmm. to practice leadership. I think it's very important. Yes, books, podcasts, um, things like that. You know, this podcast, thanks for listening, is is very important because that's, that's informational, mm-hmm. you know, head knowledge. But in order for us, for it to to really come out being applicable i think we have to be able to to practice it and and put it to practice so as a good leader you you put people in positions to be able to practice leadership you know um john maxwell he'll say think you know one of his things is is giving someone a seat at the table you know so somebody who may not be part of leadership but you give them a seat at the table and man what it does to them and i think for me that was a big thing for me was when when i realized that there were you know cert- there were certain leaders in my life when i started really thriving that saw something in me and then allowed me to to be involved you know even against the lies in my head that maybe i didn't share mm-hmm. like oh i'm not a leader or i'm not good enough there's there's people better than me but i think yeah i think i think definitely giving people an opportunity to practice leadership is very important to help them help them grow and be successful you know and that's the only way you can tell if someone's going to be a great leader or not right is is seeing them in action and you and if as the leader of that person you have to be willing to that sometimes it what they're what you're giving them to do might fail yeah yeah so you have to be prepared not have yeah. super high expectations and be prepared yeah that if they, they might fail, fail it's, that, it's possible yeah absolutely yeah no definitely and then being able to, to i think a, a good leader is able to release like not control issues. not control it yeah you know like there's a reason why you're putting them in that in that place and if they fail Hey, no, no we'll problem. Co- we'll yeah, coach. we'll move on up. Hey, if it's if it's a, a big deal, uh, I was just in a in a leadership uh, meeting this past week, and you know we had one of our leaders was just you know just just afraid of disappointing people. You know they didn't they they didn't want to fail one, and they didn't want to disappoint us, mm-hmm. and to you know assure them that you know hey we'll never be disappointed in you. But yeah, you know it's just giving people that that ability the the possibility to fail, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know there's they say what if you you don't lose you you learn yeah. <laughs> or you don't fail you learn, right? So um, yeah. And then um, yeah, so last question would be. I know you like John Maxwell, but are there any other major um, leadership influences in your life that maybe people could 
read a copy of their book. I know you have a lot of people that you've worked with in person, like they've, you, they've mentored you. Um, but what about just, um, yeah, anybody? That yeah. Things that people have access to, I guess, right. right? All from they all don't, over the they world. don't have access to Sean Stewart, so to speak, right. or, or, you know, Rick Belden or whatnot. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, depending on, on out there, you got, I mean, Craig Rochelle is great. You know, I, w- I would even just study great leaders, uh, you know, just different, different leaders. I, w- I would think of, of different leaders. And, you know, again, you can do a quick like just Google certain leaders and, and, and find out, you know, just some quick words about them. And if it interests you, then maybe maybe dive in. Yeah, you know? I know Craig Rochelle's got a podcast and Carrie Newhoff has a podcast on leadership. You know, and then no, there, there's also bad leaders, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, there's there's bad leaders. There's bad influence. Again, we, we all we're all. We all influence someone. I heard so. I heard someone say the other day that they were never going to share anything from anybody that was still living because sometimes you find out like a big moral failure or something from that person that's yeah. still alive and then you share. So they said, I'm only going to be sharing stuff from somebody that has been, that's dead. It's complete. <laughs> Everything's complete. It's all no, out no, there. There's been no moral fa- failure that has shown up in their life since they passed away. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a good, that was good advice. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, again, there's, there's what I find actually too, and maybe this is, we'll, we'll talk about this in another podcast because we're getting ready to wrap up, but the fear of leadership, mm-hmm. you know, some folks, again, seeing, you know, the lie, you know, the enemy puts that lie in there. You're not a leader. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You failed before. You failed before last, you know, you were fired, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then people never kind of pick the, you know, pick the sword back up. The best way to recover from that is to go do something again. Yeah. Some pe- and some people will, will, you know, I'm not a leader. And, you know, um, I got a good buddy of mine um, that, you know, call him the lead, you know, the janitor, but call him a leader. And he, you know, and again, he's because he's had experiences also, and, and he's being obedient to to Christ and where, where Christ is, is calling him to. But and, and, he's, and he's a great leader. So yeah, great leader, great influencer. You and know. if you can think of any, um, anything else, we will add it in the show notes for people that we think are good um, leadership that are good in the leadership world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I was I was really I was looking at uh, Hebrews 13 today, Hebrews 13, seven, where it says, remember, your leaders, those who spoke to you, uh, the word of God, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Of course, Jesus is is our is our leader who 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 we who we look to, who we're being Formed transformed by. into into His image. So remembering him, but then I, you know, even just looking at that from a practical today, you know, one, be careful of who you follow. But also, you know, again, looking at those folks in, in the those those with faith, not not every leader we come across is in the faith. Mm-hmm. So but they have, you know, they have some natural gifts. This week has been a heavy, real heavy on me. This whole focus of operating out of my supernatural gifts, because if not, then I'm going to be operating on my natural gifts, which, again, my natural gifts are, are I believe, still God given. But faith is a it's a it's a supernatural mm-hmm. thing. So ministry is a supernatural environment. Yeah. And any words on um, our listener to on ways to be praying for the leaders in their life? Like what? Yeah. No. Pray. You know. Pray for peace. Of course. Um, pray for peace. Uh, pray for strength, courage. I think all these things that that you know that come from the Lord. I think also pray that they would grow closer and closer to Jesus every yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, wisdom. Yeah, you know, yeah. Ask for wisdom. I'm, I want to make sure we, we put say that too. Is you know, again, Jesus is is number one at the forefront, and we can get caught up sometimes in putting humans up on a pedestal. Yeah. 
And that's not fair mm-hmm. um, to that person, uh, whether they know it or not. It's mm-hmm. not fair to them because if they do have a failure, right, we put them on this pedestal and the next thing you know, it, it's it's a mess. Yeah. Um, so and then the relationship, you know, it, it's hard to come back from uh, when when uh, when that happens. So, you know, many leaders, again, they might not let them see they may never let you see them sweat but they're struggling with people pleasing uh struggling with making decisions um and i know over the last two and a half almost three years now it's been a challenge in the leadership world yeah i guess as we wrap up the last thing i just want to say is you know pray for your leaders in your life Uh, pray for our leaders regardless of your um your political stance pray for pray for our leaders um regardless of of where you are you know in in your job or whatnot uh, you know pray pray for our leaders because though it may be a noble task it's it's, it's definitely not easy and we'll be back with another episode on a leadership but in a different area awesome take care we love you guys freedom and joy to you we have enjoyed hanging out with you today Please subscribe to Ships on Fire on your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Ships on Fire. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Share your prayers with us in the prayer link in the show notes below. And friend, take root and grow.